Hey everybody, this is Brian Knowlton with HowToEarnMoney.tv. It doesn't matter if you've never made a dime online before. Through my step-by-step -step video tutorials and interviews with industry experts, I'm going to show you how you can make money online. Hey everyone, I'm here today with John Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire. I have a really exciting interview lined up. I'm really looking forward to get started. How are you doing today, John? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on your show, Brian. Let's just, let's, let's light this place on fire. Yeah, great. Do you prefer to go by John Lee Dumas or John Dumas? You know, there's a John Dumas out there that's like a wind flute player. And so he's kind of dominated the John Dumas, which is why I've kind of forced my, my middle name into the equation. So John Dumas, John Lee Dumas, we'll have fun either way. Yeah, what, what, when are you going to take that top spot? I thought, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Coming. He's been doing it since like 97. Wow. Yeah, I see you like dominate the whole page, but he's got that number one spot. Is he Native American or is he some long-haired white guy? Hippie? I, I need to reach out to him. I don't know. I was like 14 years old when the internet was born, so he had a big head start on me. Yeah, well, I have a ballet dancer in New York that tends to take care of the ranking, so that's that's pretty cool. So um, I wanted to mainly start with the background on you because I'm really excited about your story. You really seem to have exploded on iTunes, and uh, I'm not sure exactly when that change took place, but let's start from the beginning. What were you doing prior to Entrepreneur on Fire? Well, to give you the quick John Lee Dumas rundown, uh, I was born and raised in the state of Maine for the first 18 years of my life. Went to college on a ROTC scholarship. So for all you non-military, that's ROTC, that's an Army scholarship. So I spent four years as a cadet and college student at Providence College in Rhode Island. Wow. Yeah, then I was an officer in the Army for eight years, four years active, four years in the reserves, uh, spent 13 months in Iraq, got out as a captain. Then I did a bunch of different things in the quote-unquote civilian world. I tried law school. I went to, uh, I worked at John Hancock in corporate finance. I was a commercial real estate broker for a number of years. So all of these things were just kind of part of my life after the Army and after college and all of this stuff. But I was never passionate about anything. So I literally was always searching for it. But then, you know, there I was, 32 years old, driving in my car, going to work again, listening to podcasts because I love consuming podcasts because it was on-demand targeted content that I could just press play and pause when I wanted to. But I ran out of content. There was my favorite podcast was really coming out with one a week. So boom, I had that aha moment, Brian, where I just said, you know what? There's a niche, there's a void that needs to be filled. I can fill that void. And so that was June of 2012, one year ago. Wow. I decided Entrepreneur on Fire needs to be born. Wow. So that's totally insane because, I mean, I'm also in real estate and I, I'm a home appraiser. And I got into listening to podcasts for the exact same reason. You know, you can only listen to so much news radio Ugh. try to build up your brain or stay on top of things and podcasts, you know, you're really able to listen to what you're most interested in. And by creating a show like that, I mean, I'm always running out of content as well. <laughs> you know, you're on the drives and you eat it up so quickly. Um, so you just dove in and decide, I mean, it's pretty incredible to go from 
being a commercial real estate broker to just saying, okay, I'm going to become a full-time podcaster. It's a big leap. It's a completely different industry. I had no idea what I was getting into. I knew how to consume podcasts, but I had no idea how to produce. I didn't know what it meant to record audio. I didn't know anything, but literally I was in a fortunate situation. I had the slight financial cushion that allowed me just to dive straight in and not have to rely on that monthly paycheck. So I was able to go cold turkey and just spend what I call the summer of fire. Literally, the summer of 2012 was just me every day, nose to the grindstone, learning about podcasting, getting my first interviewees, recording, setting my show up. And then I officially launched Entrepreneur on Fire September 20th, so just about nine months ago. Wow, that's pretty awesome. So you didn't have any type of speaking or interview skills or anything? None. Zero broadcasting skills. I mean, there was public speaking in corporate finance and as an officer in the Army and even in as a commercial broker. I mean, you're always having to interact with people. And so I definitely was used to speaking in front of people and to people and with people, but no broadcasting skills, no interviewing coaching. It was just cold turkey. And my first number of episodes show it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, back that, yeah. I, that, that's really interesting. I, my first ones are completely horrible. So embarrassing. But um, yeah, so I've been listening to your podcast. I thought it was for almost a year now, but I don't even think it's been that long. So September my, 20th was day one. Yeah. Wow. So did you have a mentor? So I did. I did a lot of things wrong at the at the start, Brian, but I did a couple things right. And one thing that I did right was I went out and I got a mentor. I invested in myself. I found somebody else in my industry that I was getting into that was already a professional. Jamie Tardy, who, was, who had been running a podcast and still was and still is, called The Eventual Millionaire. So I reached out to her. I said, Jamie, my name is John. I want to introduce myself. This is what I want to do. I know you do a weekly podcast where you interview uh, millionaires. I want to do a daily podcast where I interview entrepreneurs. She wrote back, wow, you're crazy, but I will support you. Here's my coaching fees. And it was a big investment. It was $1,000 a month, but I knew that that's the important thing to do when you first start. You need to invest in yourself if you believe in your ideas. So I invested in myself for the next three months. She was my coach. She introduced me to everybody in the industry that I needed to know. The very first thing that we did, she was a speaker at Blog World in 2012 in June, downtown New York City. She took me down there. We went. I saw her speak. I saw so many other people speak like Pat Flynn, Derek Halpern, Michael Stelzner from Social Media Examiner. And then after that, she introduced me to these people one-on-one, and I was able to reach out to them and say, hey, Pat, Derek, my name's John, Jamie's friend slash mentee. I would love to have you on my show, Entrepreneur on Fire. It's not out yet, but I'm very passionate about it. This is what it's going to be about. It's going to be a daily show. Will you join me in this? Will you give me 20 minutes of your time so I can start this show and, and get it going on the right foot? And them seeing me there in person, being very genuine, being very passionate about it, they acquiesced. And so those are my first couple yeses. And once you have that, Brian, once you have those first couple, that's social proof. I was able to go back for my summer of fire and put my nose down and just reach out to people and say, hey, I have Pat Flynn, Derek Halper, Michael Stelzner in the lineup. 
will you join me? So, so I had those yeses. People were like, well, if those people are saying yes, it makes sense for me to, it's probably worth 20 minutes of my time. So I was able to build up an 40 episode backlog before I launched September 20th. And I've really tried to keep that buffer ever since. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's pretty amazing. That's a lot of content, a lot of time. What, what, how are you able to produce so much content? Well, it's my focus. Like this is all that I do. I live, eat and breathe entrepreneur on fire. And also one of the bigger skills that I, I came to being an officer in the army was batching and being disciplined. And so I really batch all of my activities every single Monday. I do eight interviews for Entrepreneur on a Fire every single Monday. It's a long day. It's usually a 12 to 18 hour day, depending on how long I end up editing them afterwards. But it's worth it because then the rest of the week affords me the opportunity to work on the other aspects of my business that I need to focus on as well to keep Entrepreneur on Fire functioning. So it's definitely about batching and about not letting there's, – there's actually a really good quote that I like to refer to that – um time will expand or tasks will expand to the time allotted to it. So if you allot yourself an hour to write a blog post, it's going to take you an hour. But if you allot yourself 30 minutes, you're going to get it done in 30 minutes. So I just allot myself eight hours to get done eight interviews. And guess what? Magically, they get done. Wow. It just happens. Yeah, that's that's pretty incredible work ethic you got there. I mean, with the amount of the volume of the podcast that you're putting out, I couldn't imagine doing it any other way. But um, so really, I mean, if, if someone is really looking to dive in, you totally suggest, you know, you should try to find a mentor within the niche that you're targeting. Um, how would you normally go about finding a mentor? No, again, for me, I said, I really did a lot of things wrong. and I did a lot of things right. And the one thing that I did do right was reach out to and get that mentor and get that coach and invest in myself. And so I'd recommend for everybody that's in a situation like I was or that's looking to potentially get into a new niche or an industry that they don't really have connections or 100% skills and knowledge in at this time to find those mentors. And for me, it was really simple. Like I just looked out in my industry. I saw people that were doing what I wanted to do, interviewing entrepreneurs, interviewing millionaires. It was, I was able to reach out with them and have them be, you know, my guiders, my, my guidance towards my path of what I was looking to produce. So whatever industry you're looking to get into, look at the leaders in that industry and see which ones offer coaching and then reach out to them. But the thing that I was really missing, Brian, that I really wish that I did have that, that I didn't even know if it existed at that time was a, a community, a supporting community of people that were there for me. So having Jamie was great, and she was one person that was keeping me on task and introducing me to people, but I didn't have other like-minded entrepreneurs as a big group that were in the same situation, that were more like peers, that were holding me accountable, that were motivating, encouraging me. And then when I did launch Entrepreneur on Fire, I had no community to support that launch. It was kind of just me launching alone. And luckily it caught on and it snowballed, but that's where a lot of people fail. They don't have that community to push them down the hill to get that snowball rolling. And so that's all that I'm hearing over and over again from all of my listeners at Entrepreneur on Fire is they didn't have this community. So that's why I launched Fire Nation Elite, which I know that we talked about in the pre-interview a little bit, but that's exactly what it is. It's going to be a community of supporting people and holding you accountable and that 
just motivation that you need. So I would also say that to, to the listeners, go out in your industries, find like-minded groups of people, find masterminds, and join them so that they can support you in your endeavors. Right. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I really like the idea of that entrepreneur on fire elite group that you're forming because, you know, being an internet marketer, make money online, you know, I spend so much time on the internet as it is. And so I never really got into using Facebook or too much of the social media stuff. <laughs> but within the past like three, four months, I started going into it a little bit more, a little bit at a time. And I visit your site quite a bit. And exactly, there's there's not a lot of communities out there where people are really looking to share information. I mean, there are some membership forums. Um, I've joined, what was that, the uh, Internet Business Mastery Forum. The and, Academy? Excuse me? Is it the Academy? Yeah, the Academy. And I joined them to see what they're about and, you know, be able to really reach out and meet other people that are doing the exact same thing as me. And with your, I mean, you have all the amazing content and it seems like you're really hands on. I'm really looking forward. I'm really, really looking forward to be part of that community if possible. I know, <laughs> I know you don't have a huge amount of spots and in the future, do you have plans on opening that up so more people can be involved in that type of community? Yeah, absolutely. And I love being transparent and just sharing numbers because I think that's really important and not enough people do that. But when I first opened up Fire Nation Elites, um, I really was kind of foreseeing 20 or 30 people to start that founding group and then to grow from there. But you know, it's just, it's so obvious that there's such a need out there for something like this and other masterminds like this that I have, I've had now over 125 applications. I mean, more, I've had nine just today. So I mean, more continuing to come in every single day. So I have decided to raise that number to 50 and start with a founding 50, but I don't want to go any higher than that to start because I want to start with a, with a smallish group but a group that can be intimate and we can make mistakes together as a mastermind. Cause this is my first go at running a mastermind and being part of a mastermind. And I can see every single month, you know, bringing in 10 or 20 people as we're continuing to organically grow and they are a right fit. And that's one thing that I am doing. And I know, you know, this um, is that I'm actually having one-on-one -on -one 15 minute conversations with every single applicant because I am in adamant that they understand my philosophy and what Fire Nation Lead is going to stand for. And also I want to get to know them and make sure that they're, they're the right um, fit for, for Fire Nation Elite. And I want them to, to really understand if they are a right fit for Fire Nation Elite on the other side, um, coming back at May and ask any questions they may have. So those conversations have been really powerful for me because I've understood exactly what people need and what they want. And this made me even refine what we're going to be doing within Fire Nation Elite even more so I'm just really excited to see where it goes. It's revolutionary, and it's really going to move mountains one day. I truly believe that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's right now. It's, it's like a mastermind. It's not even. It doesn't. You're not looking to turn it into a massive group at any point. It's really where people will hopefully go and help each other out, like a true mastermind. Um, most of the groups that I have been involved with. They might have a bunch of members in there, but only five people really contribute. Right. It, it'll be nice to see how you take your mastermind to the, you know, helping everyone out.
Yeah, because that's where it does land. It starts on that 100% support policy. You know, there is a, you know, it's $100 a month. So there is an investment in yourself as an entrepreneur. So, you know, the people that are going to be in there are going to be investing in themselves to keep them honest and to keep them part of it. And, you know, we're not going to be afraid if you're not contributing, you're not adding to the group. There's people in line waiting to take your place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because there's tons of masterminds out there. Some charge crazy amounts, thousand bucks, five thousand bucks to be part of a one month mastermind or two month mastermind. And I mean, I really like your idea because you're really trying to get people involved, not set the level too high to where it's costing you a couple thousand a month, but setting, putting in a price to at least weed out all those people that aren't going right. to get at all. So, you know, totally. that's a great idea. So what do you think contributed to the success of your podcast getting so popular and just snowballing? What do you think was the defining moment? So the business model of Entrepreneur on Fire that I had from day one has just really worked out. And again, when I started, I had no support community. I had no networks or connections in the online world. It was literally just me, this guy that was deciding to do a podcast that had been in corporate finance and commercial real estate prior. So I knew that I needed to to really lean on my guests' audiences and leverage their audiences. So the business model for Entrepreneur on Fire just works so well. Every single day, seven days a week, the first thing that I do when I wake up in the morning is email that guest whose interview went live that day and say, Seth Godin, Tim Ferriss, Gary Vaynerchuk, whoever it may be, your interview just went live. You shared an amazing journey. I would love if you shared your journey with your audience. And Entrepreneur on Fire is unique enough where a lot of their guests, a lot of their followers and fans haven't heard necessarily their full journey, haven't heard about failures they had way back in the day, didn't hear about that aha moment that turned them into the success that they are now. And so they share it with their guests 99.99 times out of 99. They're sharing it with their audience. And so every single day, seven days a week, Entrepreneur on Fire is being exposed to a new massive audience and a certain proportion of those people are becoming entrepreneur on fire listeners and fire nation leaders. <laughs> wow. That is so awesome, man. That is such a great idea. And I mean, if anyone can pull it off, you're the man to do it. I mean, <laughs> you have a great personality and you're really easy to talk with. Thank you. What, what type of downloads do you get monthly? So in May of 2013, Entrepreneur Fire had 267,000 unique downloads in over 145 countries. We're on pace for over 300,000 in June. Um, May was a great month because Apple reached out to me and they said, John, we would like to, to um, feature Entrepreneur on Fire on the iTunes homepage. So for two weeks, for 14 days, Entrepreneur on Fire was featured on the iTunes homepage which uh, drove tw- uh, drove me to a 25,000 download day, May 18th, um, which was amazing. But, yeah, the show gets around 10,000 downloads a day at this point. Wow. Do you also um, send your content through, like, Stitcher or, like, other networks? Absolutely. All of the directories I'm in, Stitcher, BlackBerry, Zune, those are the big ones. Yeah, Wow. And how, do you do this all by yourself or do you have help? I do have a team. I have a very active team that works really hard. And, you know, I really believe in that lean philosophy. So our team is four people. 
but we all have very specific roles and we all leverage our time and skills very well. So I have two virtual assistants that work full time in the Philippines. And then my girlfriend's is the director of content creation. She left her job as an account executive about four months ago just because Entrepreneur on Fire was financially so stable that she was able to do that and join the team and just work full-time for us now as well. So the four of us are just every single day producing great content. She's now doing a daily blog to go along with my daily podcast. So we're continuing to have this well-rounded platform for entrepreneurs. If you're an Entrepreneur on Fire, I mean, if you're an entrepreneur, Entrepreneur on Fire is for you because we have a daily podcast if you like audio. We have a daily blog if you like to read, or we have both. And we have masterminds and products and everything in between. So we are becoming that beacon for entrepreneurs that want to take that leap, for small business owners that want to take things to the next level. Okay. Wow. That's great. So if people want to find out more about you, do you send them to a uh, website or do you prefer people to go to the Facebook Entrepreneur on Fire? Um, you know, I believe my headquarters is really the great a great place to find out a lot about Entrepreneur on Fire. And that's eofire.com. That's short for entrepreneuronfire.com. Both of those bring you to the same place, which is our headquarters, our website. Um, so that's where you can find out everything about us. All of our social sharing icons are on that website. Um, RSS feeds, podcast RSS feeds, everything's there. So that's our headquarters, and we're very active in social media as well. Man, that's really great. So if you were um, – if what I'm looking for from you today is a tip of something that really works today. You know, if you are looking to either get more social love, more traffic, more downloads, you know – what do you think is really the top tip that you could give our entrepreneurs today? Um, is this a podcasting specific tip or just a business tip in general? Uh, just business in general because okay. I'm sure you have a lot of great podcast tips I'm going to have to pick your brain about, but mainly for someone that's either just started making money online or building a business online or looking to earn a future income online. Absolutely. So the biggest tip that I can give is that relationships and networking need to be your primary focus because you can't do anything alone in this online world. And for Entrepreneur on Fire, if I just tried to do it all by myself and just have like a topic-based podcast, I'd still be getting like 12 or 13 downloads a day from pretty much just family members. But because I went out and I networked and I built relationships with other people in my niche, in my industry, I was able to leverage their audience and really expand the brand of Entrepreneur on Fire. And once that snowball starts, you can keep it going by just continuing to feed high quality, consistent content. So build relationships with people, nurture those relationships, leverage those relationships, and keep feeding the fire with high quality content. Yeah. Wow. That's a great tip. And I think the number one place they should go to get started is Entrepreneur on Fire. Uh, you can visit his website or you can go to his Facebook page. It's just forward slash entrepreneur on fire and make sure to subscribe to his podcast and iTunes. You're going to love them. A lot of great. I mean, I pull a little nugget out of almost every single episode that I, mm -hmm. and that's all it takes, you know, plus it's easy to listen to. And, you know, uh, I really appreciate you coming out with such great content. 
and, you know, subscribe to them and give us some feedback. I mean, we all need the iTunes feedback. Love feedback. Yeah, quick <laughs> to hear, and it only takes a second. Click on the star rating that you want, write a little review, it's all good. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> well, thank you very much, and uh, I look forward to catch up with you sometime over a cup of coffee or a cold beer at Lahaina's. Lahaina's, baby. It's right oh, there. I can, almost, I can almost see Lahaina's from where I'm sitting. <laughs> That's too awesome. All right, man. Well, you take it easy, and uh, talk to you soon. Catch you on the flip side. You know, I have one more question for you. Okay. Before I let you go. I was I was out the door to Lahaina's, but you I, got oh, some time. Sorry about that. So what – this drives me crazy when I'm listening to podcasts and everyone's mentioning Audible or GoToMeeting and things like that, and I imagine you're doing that to monetize your podcast. Does that work well for you? Well, it works well for me specifically because Audible pays me $300 per episode to sponsor Entrepreneur on Fire. Go to meeting pays me $300 per episode to sponsor Entrepreneur on Fire. So when it comes to that dollar amount, it makes sense for me to, which I do agree, it dilutes the show a little bit because you're talking about sponsors, but I'm a big believer in just bringing quality sponsors onto my show. And when you start talking about those numbers where Entrepreneur on Fire, just sponsorships alone is bringing in $600 per episode, yeah. you multiply that by 30, you can see where that adds up pretty darn quick. So it makes a lot of sense um, for my show to continue to provide free content out there and monetize through the direct payments by these companies because they are paying per episode, not specifically by like the amount of interaction they get. So yeah, that's it. Wow, that's pretty amazing because most of the people that I know, they probably don't produce as much content. They get a cut. And mm -hmm. when here. Um, I mean, the, a portion of signups and which I would imagine isn't great. Um, but when I hear so many regular podcasts that I listen to mentioning the same companies, I'm like, how big is their market? I'm sure it's huge. And yeah. I, I love GoToMeeting. I love Audible. So it's a great product. But I never realized that they form those types of relationships with content producers like i'm actually probably one of the few shows that has those type of monetary relationships in place there are the other side of it where you are right where for instance if you go to audibletrial.com slash fire and then sign up then i would get 15 dollars for that those are in place for anybody that wants to just go up and sign up through their affiliate links but i never went through that because i'm a big believer in just keeping the the content as undiluted as possible and i just you know wanted to provide as much free content and build an audience as large as possible and but for myself when i started becoming a top-ranked business podcast and my downloads started to snowball forward then these people started reaching out to me audible 99 designs legal zoom and say hey john we're gonna play we're gonna pay you a flat rate for every single podcast that um you will you allow us to sponsor what do you say we worked out numbers that worked for me it was $300 per sponsor. And again, I max out at two sponsors per episode because I don't want to go any higher than that. And $600 per episode is what um, their, their, uh, the market rate is for two sponsors. That's great. I mean, at my download numbers. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Um, do you have any other major income streams that you're getting through the uh, podcast? 
Um, well, because of the podcast, you know, Fire Nation Elite is going to be launching here July 1st. That's going to immediately become a pretty solid income stream of about five grand a month because there's going to be 50 people paying $100 a month, a recurring fee. And again, I'm going to be continuing to grow that by about 10 to 20 people per month. So that'll quick, pretty quickly uh, grow into even larger numbers. Um, but those are the two major ones that I have right now. I also do a lot of speaking gigs, like I'm speaking at New Media Expo um, in January in Las Vegas. I have two other ones this coming September, um, another one in July. So those are, that's another way when you end up getting out there. You know, I've written a book, Podcast Launch, which is the number one selling book in Amazon on podcasting. Wow. So you can continue to kind of build um, income streams up as you just continue to, to grow your audience and realize different avenues that they want you to produce content and more high-end products for. Right. Yeah. Things just keep on opening up. I mean, yeah. especially with your success. I mean, I, I can imagine a whole bunch of products that you're, you could potentially come out with. It's a lot of beer at Lahaina's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. So, man, well, thanks again for answering that question. And yeah. Now you're free to go to Lahaina's and enjoy the beautiful Happy hour. Possibly a sunset if you're there long enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks again. Take care. Take care. Well, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. You know, I've been receiving a lot of really good comments and questions off of my website about how to earn money. So what I'd like you to do, if you're interested, is send me an email. You know, any questions, comments, and I will be answering any type of questions and answering the comments in my upcoming shows. So just visit, visit the website here, submit your information, and I'm going to be answering those for you. Um, another great thing is a lot of people have been going into iTunes and rating my show in there. I'm not sure if you're watching it on iTunes or YouTube or Roku, but in iTunes, you know, you just log in, give me a five-star rating, or is it five-star or is it three? I'm not sure. Find out. Um, just go there and rate my show and put in a comment there. That really helps me out, get more exposure, and able to bring more shows to you. Same thing with Roku. Just go to the title screen for the show, rate me in there, and that just brings in more viewers. So I really appreciate that. Really helps me out a lot. And if you're looking for that WordPress hosting, want to get a WordPress website up instantly, go to mybluehosting.com. Send me the information if you'd like, and I'll install your WordPress blog for you. So thanks again for spending your time with me, and until next time, just do it.